statue. Watch that. Who let you watch that? Who let you watch that? Podcast. 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 Going to heaven. Everybody knows that we're going to heaven. Girls in the club trying to get on my cheese. Girls in the club trying to beat on my beef. Don't get your cheese beefed. Now everybody's going to eat all my beef. Oh, man. Don't lose your beef. Who's got the beef when you're at the beef store? <laughs> Who's got the beef when you're at the beef store? <laughs> all right. That's a great way to... <laughs> I kind of want to leave all that in. <laughs> it's so good. Do it. Leave it in. I this will. is it. Buckle in, ladies and gentlemen. Today is going to be the time... Of your life. What's up, all my hoosers? What's up, all my all my my letters? What's up, all my lettuce heads? Letters? Oh, because they let, let who oh. let you? Who's on my who 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 let you letters? All right, that's bad. That's really bad. Hey, everybody! <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. We're like seven and a half minutes in, I think, or maybe a minute. I don't know, but. We definitely had a really fun song at the start of this, which we may or may not have kept in, but we'll we'll see. Welcome to the only podcast you will ever need to listen to. It is called Who Let You Watch That? Who Let You Watch That? We did pretty good. It's getting there. Yeah, we're, we're almost there. Almost <laughs> done. Uh, my name is Gabe Martinez. And I'm Andy Diaz. And you are listening to Who Let You Watch That, uh, the, the podcast where we relive the trauma of youth through movies in the most fun uh, non-traumatic way really uh we we don't want to make light of anyone that actually has real trauma and uh yeah. that's the only sincere thing we're ever gonna say so hopefully you enjoyed that <laughs> uh today is a very special episode like we say every week but today we really mean it because it's just the two of us just us just the two of for us for better or worse exactly but i think better i think it'll be good or i think we're gonna love it a different type of better yeah. Well, I mean, not better. We love our guests. We love They're our rad. guests. We love everybody. Yeah. We love you. We especially love you. Thank you for listening. Oh, my goodness. As you're about to turn it off, because <laughs> we haven't said anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> As always, we start off with new business. Andy, I don't think we have any. Do you have any new business? Uh, No, I don't have any new business. People, email us. Who let you pod at gmail.com. And then that's how we get new business. Exactly. Yeah, please do. Let us know if you if we said something that was uh, just insane, if we missed something. You know, I mean, you can also just not bitch about stuff. You could email us to say, like, you guys are doing a, a great job. Good or, job. Yeah. Bang up job. Yeah. Or I need more T-shirts in the, in the merchandise section. <sighs> so <laughs> much merchandise. So much. <laughs> but no, I don't have any business. Gabe, any business from you? No, buddy. My business is friendship, and business is good, because we are friends. <laughs> there so, we go. Today is a very special movie that means a lot to Andy. This one comes right out of his childhood, and we will waste no time getting into it. Andy, before we say what the title of this film is, would you please do me a huge favor and describe it in five words or less? Five words. You ready for this? I am. I thought you'd be bigger. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you'd be bigger. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, you know, if you've seen the movie... You get it. I think that sums it up pretty well. 
The man speaks softly and carries a big kick. His name's Patrick Swayze. I just came up with that That's right good. now. That's pretty good, it's right? Actually, um, copyrighted, uh, TM. No one steal that. <laughs> yeah. Write that down, Gabe. It's going on a shirt. It's going on a shirt. Right now. So, sorry, guys. <laughs> we are talking about the 1989 R-rated classic Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Starring Patrick Swayze. So Swayze. He's so good. Dude. He's so good. This movie is so much fun. Uh, holy crap. <laughs> Andy has so many stories that he's going to get into. Um, I don't have as many. I have one. Uh, but man, is this movie so much fun and just ridiculous and everything I love about 80s action movies. This could be the the quintessential 80s action whatever bad movie. This is definitely, for me, this is the quintessential who let you watch that movie. And a little pulling back the curtain a little bit, Gabe. This is the movie that I watched on HBO not too well, – when I came up with the idea for this podcast. Yeah. But this was the one that made me go – this is an idea for a podcast because I need to talk to somebody about <laughs> why my parents let me watch this movie when I was probably eight years old because there's no reason why I should have saw this movie so young. <laughs> eight years old. I was, I was, yeah, doing the math, I was probably like seven, eight years old. That is insane. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I Buckle up, everybody. I can't wait to discuss this <laughs> because uh, this movie is a trip. <laughs> Can't imagine seeing this as an eight-year-old, but uh, I mean, whatever. I saw nine and a half weeks <laughs> right around there, and that's uh, just as traumatic. So, uh, if not worse, in some areas. But anyway, okay. Uh, Andy described it beautifully in five words or less. In five words exactly. I will. Uh, I will read the incredible logline from IMDb, which says, "A tough bouncer is hired to tame a dirty bar." The end. That, like that's all you need to know about this movie. That's absolutely it. I mean, yeah. there's a, there's a million little uh, offshoots of that, but it's like the guy. He's the guy. He's gonna tame this bar. He is the guy. And for 1989, everyone knows about this bouncer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's so famous. He is the most famous bouncer of all time. That in, all, just... in all fairness, I mean, definitely. I mean, you know, we're we're pretty close to L.A. We know all the big bouncers here. You know, we know all their names. We know Big E. Down, yeah, down at the uh, uh, the hot tamales, and you know. Oh yeah, they're yeah. out there. Yeah, I mean, Chachi Bonongo uh, over at uh, the Double Cherry, like that. You know, he's pretty awesome. Biscuits O'Hulahan down at uh, Shotbacks. Yeah, 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 and of course we cannot forget. We we've been naming a lot of guys. Uh, mm. Dirty Samantha. And uh, and Stinky Sally uh, over at the 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 engorged titty. <laughs> They're pretty great. I'm so glad COVID's over. I can't wait to get back. Oh, I cannot wait to get back. Taco Just Tuesdays over there. Over at the engorged titty. He's Taco Tuesday. Can't beat it. Can't, can't wait. Beat it. Oh man, can't beat it's it. gonna be great. Can't wait. <laughs> Everybody join us there. <laughs> That's gonna be our first live live show. It's gonna be from there. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Background on the movie. Andy, do you have some things that you want to talk about here? A little directed. bit about this? Yes, I do, my friend. Uh, 1989, like you had mentioned, directed by Rowdy Harrington, um, a director that did the movie Striking Distance starring Bruce Willis. And he also did Gladiator. No, not that Gladiator, Gabe. 
I, I, I saw the look in your eye. I fell for it. No, no. Uh, the Gladiator starring uh, Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr., mm-hmm. which I didn't know there was another Gladiator movie. And Me neither. Um, I would really like to find out about that movie. Yeah, I, I kind of want to do an episode of Who Let You Watch That where we <laughs> let each other watch Gladiator starring yeah. Cuba Gooding Jr. Because <laughs> it's got to suck. It's got to be terrible. <laughs> it's got to be the worst thing ever. I, I, or maybe it's the movie that made him get on the map of Jerry Maguire. Like they went, like that's the guy. Oh, I'm maybe. gonna, I'm gonna wait six years and then cast him in Jerry Maguire. Maybe, <laughs> um, starring the always fantastic R.I.P. our most handsomest angel Patrick Swayze. Yep, playing playing Dalton. No last name, Dalton. That's all you need to know about this dude. Um, the most fantastic action hero ever. <laughs> <laughs> Just an unbelievable force. And Patrick Swayze was too, you know. We know from this, from Red Dawn, Ghost, name it. He was in it in the eighties. Dirty Dancing, Dirty dude. Dancing, right dude. before this one, dude. He was the man. Um, Kelly Lynch plays Doc, also known as Elizabeth Clay. She was also in Drugstore Cowboy and a movie I completely forgot about, Virtuosity. <laughs> That's how I know her. Yeah. That's how I know her. I'm like, she is so familiar. Virtuosity, Virtuosity, which I am going to rewatch because I remember that movie being awesome, but I bet it's horrible. It's got to be. It's got to be. Russell Crowe and Denzel Washington. Sign me up. (laughs) Sam Elliott playing an amazing side character, Wade Garrett, who is just an who is once again, it's an ongoing theme in these movies, Gabe. Sam Elliott has always been the same age. Yes. This movie was 30 years ago. Don't say that. 89. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so he has always just been an old man. You know, he's just one of those dudes. Uh, ben Gazzara? Ooh. Uh, he's the bad guy. He plays Brad Wesley. Um, he was also Jackie Treehorn in uh, Big Lebowski. Yes. And then after that, dude, we just got a great selection of just characters. Red West, Jeff he- Healy is the blind guitarist. Kevin Thigh, and then even wrestling hardcore legend Terry Funk is in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Just being a badass. And you're like, is that Terry Funk? Yeah, it is. Go help mankind. <laughs> uh, uh, and yeah, I mean, those those are the heavy hitters of this movie that you, you've got to you got to know before we start talking about this movie. Yeah, mo- most definitely. I mean, it's it's a it's a real who's who of like mid to late 80s action um, yeah. and even into like the early 90s and I don't mean that with any disrespect I'm saying like these people are staples of other like super rad super fun popcorn movies um, and uh, th- this movie is very very fun um, I don't think anyone won any awards for it no and it shows <laughs> uh, I, I know that it ended up on list of like the 100 most fun bad movies yeah for the like, razzies or something yeah like yeah. that it's up there as being like one of the most it's, it's not a good movie it's 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 got <laughs> it's got a lot of writing problems but man this is a fantastic movie <laughs> it is so much fun it, it is, is it is the most fun and that's all we like to talk about on this podcast yeah exactly so um th- there was so much uh, other stuff that uh, I had looked up, which I completely forgot all of it, Andy. I'm the worst. Hey, man, it's um, all good. I will tell you all the stuff that I that I remember 
um, without like digging back into all of it. But like, you know, this is where we're talking about, you know, interesting or impressing, impressive, not quite the trivia portion of the show yet where we have interesting, uh, you know, trivia. But I will say, and maybe this is trivia, but I found it to be interesting. Patrick Swayze's knee was like jacked up mm-hmm. the whole time. He's like draining fluid out of it during all the fight scenes or after all the fight scenes and all that. And it just, it blew me away because I'm someone that I pride myself on not being in shape, but not being horribly out of, well, I guess I'm horribly out of shape because if I had to like run up a hill right now, I'd probably die. Gabe, what people know you for is your physique, your body, your athleticism. I know, I know, but I I try not to talk about it that much. But anyway, yeah, if I did more than five push-ups, I would die right now. But but I think like... Hashtag dad life. (laughs) Yeah. I think, like, me and my buddies, like, yeah, if we got into a fight, we'd have to drain our knees. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think of Patrick Swayze, at this age, in that uh, physical condition, dude is a specimen. There's just not, the word right out of my mouth. Yeah, there's not an ounce of fat on the guy. It just made me go, like... Just down below. Oh! Oh! His <laughs> doink! Burr, 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 burr. Which we get to see if you freeze the frame. <laughs> yes, you can. You know? <laughs> Uh, which I might have, but anyway, uh, I had to because I was like, "Is he really? Is he really naked? Naked? Yes, he is. Way to go, Sways." Uh, but yeah, that's I just found that very interesting. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, man, that dude! How can that guy have a jacked up anything when he looks that good and he takes that good care of himself?" So well, because anyway. all the stunts and everything of this movie, they're essentially like just really kicking each other's asses yes yeah all over the place yeah yeah <laughs> like, sam elliott said like everyone did their own even freaking doc she does yeah. her own stunts just getting jacked up yeah for our amusement yes and we thank you we do we thank you for your service <laughs> we, we really do all right uh anything else on the background of the movie andy anything i don't have anything else i think we need to i need we need to jump into this all right. Yeah, I need to hear this this whole thing. Uh, you know, tell me the story, man, of who let you watch this. All right. So as we know, a lot of this, who let me watch movies is typically dad. Dad usually was like, all right, we are going to watch this movie because it has explosions, has people fighting, has boobies, which this movie has all of that. This is the special twist. We 100% saw this movie because of my mom. Now, we did not see this movie in 1989. I wasn't five years old. I was more respectable age, probably seven or eight. Because (laughs) I saw this movie after Patrick Swayze had already done Ghost and everything. Yeah. Which we will get to Ghost on a future episode because that is a scary movie. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Terrifying. Terrifying movie. So, my mom... And I imagine lots of moms of this age. Patrick Swayze was like at the top of a list that included guys like Mel Gibson and Tom Cruise and probably Brad Pitt a little bit later. But Patrick Swayze was one of those guys that like my mom had the hots for. Like, yeah. So guess what, kids? We're going to watch this movie because mama likes it. I don't. I feel weird calling my mom mama. Anyway, <laughs> mom likes it. And uh Dad's all aboard, too, because he's going to reap the benefits later. But this movie's got some action going on nonstop. So we definitely saw it on VHS. We saw this movie multiple times on VHS. And I'm certain, 
I can picture in my head. We had, you know, I can't think of the company's names. We had that box of a VHS tape from generic company that we had HBO free for the weekend and we taped 15 movies. Oh, yeah. And you're this, thinking you're thinking Sanyo. Yeah, I think, Sanyo. Is probably, yeah. yeah. It's in a black box, you yeah. know. Yep. So um this this is ready to go. And Roadhouse was like the first movie of like four movies on this tape, you know, and Roadhouse definitely got rewatched time and time and time again. <laughs> and this is a movie that once again, much like Robocop and much like um Blood Sport that we'll talk about in eventual upcoming episodes. This movie was all about the fighting for me and my brother. <laughs> this was a movie that became a cornerstone of him and I learning to fight each other. Because one day, we're probably going to end up in a bar fight together. It hasn't happened yet. I'm hoping that <laughs> me and my brother, it's going to happen. Because, man, oh, man. We saw some we saw some training going on in this movie. Yes, you did. So you want to know why people's knees are messed up? Because they teach you early on in this movie. If you punch your kick a guy in the knee, what do they say? If you wreck a guy's knee, no matter how tall he is, he's going down. Yeah. And, and I they think, do it like eight times in the movie. And I think that's why my knees are jacked up today. Because me and my brother definitely punched each other in the knees and kicked each other in the knees. Because this movie taught us how... To fight dirty and yeah, punch how to disable each, your opponent. <laughs> how to take people down, and so we. This is a movie that me and my brother we watched with a pen and a pencil, and we we learned <laughs> from this movie. We took this movie in. We were watching this like a master class on how him and I could kick each other's asses and <laughs> just destroy each other. We saw this movie so early. There are there are so many boobs in this movie. Like there's so much sexy stuff going on in this movie from like the first beginning of the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. And I didn't care about any of that. I mean, it, it's it was fine. It was nice. <laughs> you know what I want to know? I want to know how to fight my brother. Yeah. And I am going to make this a part of it. And you know what? That's a lot of stuff that dad kind of kept <laughs> egging on in the background. There are things that in this movie became common sayings that me and my brother would say to each other as we fought like things like um i thought you were good me and my brother whenever we would fight each other and we were like getting into it and one of us would fall down and usually it was play falling down when when we fought it wasn't real fights you know you uh -huh, pull punches yeah. and everything brother punches yeah, yeah we're yeah. getting punched but i'm not hitting him to kill him yeah um so when you fall down, that's when the shit talking would come out. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it would be like, I thought you were good. And then <laughs> we would get up and then we would continue the fight. The and biggest. And you'd be like, I effed a lot of guys like you in prison. Or I something. fucked guys like you in prison. <laughs> yeah. I mean, me and my brother. Would, no, we never we never <laughs> had that one. But man, we should have. I mean, if you're going to if you're going to drop some <laughs> some shit talking like that, man, that is. <laughs> that is the one to drop on that's, your friends. That's top, top notch, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to derail you. No, no man. Um, that, more than any other thing in this movie, though, all the fight scenes stuck out, but an asterisk and a gold star on the fight scene between Dalton and Jimmy, between Patrick Swayze and the guy who played that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy who played that guy. The guy, guy. who played Jimmy. 
because Marshall Teague, Marshall Teague, man, that fight scene became the blueprint for how me and my brother would fight and kick each other and roundhouse kick each other. And more than anything, spoiler alert, as we get to the rewatching this movie, the thing that has stuck with me for my entire life, Gabe, is Jimmy getting his throat ripped out <laughs> by Patrick Swayze. A man is fighting another man, and he gets his throat ripped out, Gabe. Yes. Yeah. This became an important thing with my old man, my dad. Now, you need to, you need to, <laughs> what? Des- you need to describe <laughs> what I'm about to do with my face, okay? Okay, all right. All right. So what am I doing? All right. You are, like, showing off your neck as if you're a lizard in the desert, like proudly displaying your ne- like you're you're grimacing, your face is, is contorted, like you're in pain, but you're also trying to like flare out the tendons and there veins it is, in dude. your neck. Okay? Yeah. So since a little kid growing up, my dad always told us, you gotta make sure that you strengthen your neck muscles. It's like <laughs> what are you talking about, Dad? So my dad would just you would like catch him and he would just be like Flexing his neck muscles, just strengthening his neck muscles. Just like, what is that? It's like you don't want to get your throat ripped out, do you? What he's, are you talking about? Dad? He said that. This is something my dad has said <laughs> had said to me as a little kid. You don't want to get your throat ripped out. You don't do want to get your throat ripped out, do you? <laughs> and it's all a product of growing up and watching this movie and movies where people got strangled and stuff. And I don't know if my dad was crazy or if it was just a funny joke to him to see his young boys walking around then and then just grimacing and flexing their neck muscles and him just probably laughing like, what the hell are they doing? It had look, to just be. Look, look at what I got him to do right now. But man, once, once a day, I'll flex my neck muscle because if I ever get into a fight and someone goes for the neck, I'm going to flex. They're not going to be able to get in there, dude. Neck tendons are too tight, man. This is going to be iron. They're just Their iron, fingers are going to break. And it is not going to happen, man. It is not going to happen, Gabe. These, <laughs> this throat is protected by years and years of training and protection. <laughs> Since the, the, the ripe young age of eight. You've been flexing that muscle like a mighty monitor. (laughs) So more than anything, man, this is just a movie that is just, it's so important to me because it just brings back memories of watching this movie with my younger brother, who I'm watching this movie when I'm seven or eight. He's watching this movie when he's like five or six. That's insane. And just insane. And just picking it all up because I'm his older brother and being like, this is what's happening, boy. You and me, we need to settle some stuff. What do we need to settle? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. You <laughs> yeah. were looking at my Ghostbusters toys or something? I don't know. Yeah. And we are going to fight. We are going to I'm fi- roundhouse kick you and then rip your throat out. And we're going to rip your throat out. And as you're laying there, I'm going to yell, I thought you were good. And then you're going to get up and you're going to do the same thing back to me. <laughs> <laughs> but at one point, did... Did a lovely blonde after one of you was laying in the in the water with your throat ripped out? Did she run up and double check? And she was so disappointed in you for ripping the other one's throat out. That never happened. But you know what? There wasn't many like females 
and girls that lived in the neighborhood. It was all it was a guy's neighborhood. And I don't know where they were. I wish they would have came over and played. <laughs> you wish one of them would have been Doc. Yeah. Just coming over. I would have really appreciated that, man. Could have gone for a casual skinny dip. You know, <laughs> would have been fine. I would have just hung out on her roof just with my butt out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so much to discuss. Yeah, dude. All right. So that's that's a considerable amount of violence to take in at a young oh, yeah. age. And to, you know, pair it with your brother. And then your dad egging it on with the, you don't want your throat to get ripped out. My dude. dad was uh, the ultimate egger on of this sort of stuff. If, mm-hmm. he, if he saw something that like, and that's probably where it came from. Me and my brother probably got scared of like, oh, he got his throat ripped out. And my dad latched onto that like, hey, <laughs> I know what I need to talk about with these kids constantly. Yeah. Um, and it's going to happen to you, kids. And it's going to happen to you. <laughs> you. You know, there's that dad sort of thing where like, oh, I hurt my leg. Oh, they're they're going to have to cut it off. Oh, no. Yeah. My dad do a T. Uh, when I was a little kid, I got <laughs> in like, you know, early second grade or something like that. There was this dumbass kid and we were playing baseball as like, you know. In elementary school PE, where essentially you just go and stand on a field and the teacher's out there. Yeah. And we're playing yeah. whatever game. And I got hit in the face with a rock. And I remember having to go. They took me to, like, the the nurse. And then, oh, you should go to the hospital. So we went to, like, the hospital. And I remember my dad, like, telling me, like, oh, man, they're going to have to get, like, a big needle. They're going to stick it right in your eye. And I went, what? what? No. And for years 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 my old man would tell me like oh man you gotta go to the eye doctor huh i wear glasses listeners if you hadn't figured that out yet um from all our instagram posts and whatnot me and gabe dancing on tiktok um (laughs) i wear glasses so like when i would go to the optometrist my dad would do that sort of thing like oh bring it back to that kid the time i had to go to the hospital for my eye oh man watch out though they're gonna have to they're gonna bring out that needle son you stick it right in your eye. <laughs> no, Dad, no. That is such a like an eighties dad move. Yeah. Just like I mean my did the same thing. He would say stuff like that all the time. Like, well, you know, they have to they have to he told me before I got braces, you know they have to break your jaw before they put them on. And I was like, <laughs> See, yeah. yeah, I was like, What? Why would they do that? And he's just like, It's it's so uh, you know, like everything will Align properly, but yeah, they're gonna. It's gonna really hurt. They have to break your jaw. I'm like, I don't want my jaw to be broken. Why? Yeah, yeah. And as a teenager at that point, I, <laughs> you know, I can't imagine the eight year old dude. It, it was. It's that total trying to like toughen us up sort of thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. That sort of mentality of like, oh, reason to be tough and everything like that, and. He won't be scared of needles. I still hate needles. Because <laughs> you know, at one point, they're going to go in your effing eyeball. They're going to freaking come from my eyeball and just yeah. stick it in. And it was never just, oh, man, you're going to have to get a shot in your eye. Mm. That's bad enough. It was always, oh, they're going to have to go to the back and get a big needle, one of the big ones, and they're going to stick that right into your eye. Yeah. That's Which, why you don't want to get your throat ripped out because yeah. you need to strengthen your neck muscles. Because if you can imagine, I mean, just for everyday casual thing, they go in the back and get the huge needle, and it goes right in your eye. You get your throat ripped out, they have to get a real big, real big needle, and it's going where the sun don't shine, son. Oh, that the butt going up your ass, my butt. <laughs> oh, perfect opportunity to say my juices. You missed it. Oh, <laughs> my juices. There you go. And 
So, I mean, what about you, man? I mean, that's that's kind of my story. That's that's kind of when I saw it. Well, but I I was really curious though, oh. like, you know, how, how did you keep any of that with you? Like, oh, you know, did the violence continue? Was that like a part of you know who you are? I man, I want to say that nowadays I am apart from the just the love and the appreciation that I have for a good a good action movie. I'm a I am a lover now. I am a kind-hearted soul. I don't want to fight anybody unless I've had a couple beers and then apparently I'm a rowdy guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that says something deeper about me. Maybe it does. Maybe that's where it all comes from. It could be, man. I, I get a couple beers in me. Next thing you know, you you guys are trying to rip out my throat. So you are going to roundhouse kick. I'm going to roundhouse <laughs> kick you. And I'm going about to take you to the double deuce as I spin kick you to the moon. <laughs> I've actually seen you uh, inebriated doing roundhouse kicks. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you have the, the elevation that... The rest of us do, <laughs> you know. Your leg comes off like a eighteen inches off the ground. If I do a roundhouse kick, y'all better watch, watch your shins because I am coming quick. Well, yeah. I'm coming, I am coming at a speed. I don't know if you could call it quick, but it's not it, quick. It's it, not quick. It's yeah. definitely going to turn around, and it it, it might hit you. Yeah, <laughs> just, or I might fall. Just be careful, because either way, someone's going to fall down. It's probably you. But, but you know, I'm I am at the great age of thirty seven now. I don't know. You get in your mid-30s, you start forgetting how old you are. Yeah, you don't really care anymore. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I'm in my late 30s, and I'm in peak physical condition, so I don't know what you're talking about. I can kick hecka high. <laughs> you can kick hecka high. <laughs> I used to fuck guys like you in prison. I felt like they're, I was saying hecka and everything. I need to get an F word in there. Yeah, you need to do that. Yeah, I was saying like effing a lot. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll find a, a choice place to actually say the, the F word. Uh <laughs> Like, no, but I mean, all of this did in terms of like violence is it just made me appreciate just violence and the the fun aspect of it. Nothing personal, nothing like that. I I don't want to fight anybody. I just I I want to watch a movie where people much more athletic than me fight. And if you can do that and spinning heel kick and do that sort of stuff, that is fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I uh, I was af- affected, I guess, the same way. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, would... <clears throat> Sorry, you were like about to ask oh. me, and I kept like stopping <laughs> and clearing. My I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. So I mean, okay. So what about you, man? Do you got you got any stories about this time? Who let you watch this? <laughs> uh, and when did it happen? So Roadhouse. Um, I I did not have I don't have any like vivid story. I certainly didn't watch it when I was that young. I didn't see it at eight. Um, <laughs> I did see uh, Kickboxer and Bloodsport between like eight and ten. And I'm gonna go ahead and lump th- this fabulous movie in with that. I know I had seen uh, uh, Roadhouse because when you and I became friends, I definitely saw it because I know you talked about it a lot. So I definitely saw it either. While we were all hanging out one day, like like see that, like yeah. blood in blood out, like I watched it then, or I think I actually even rented it and got. It. I know I know right after high school, DVDs were becoming a thing, and I had such an awesome VHS collection. I know I bought Roadhouse, like yeah, because I actually I yeah I I found that 
before we moved into this house. Uh, Roadhouse was like on that in that group of like VHS tapes. So I definitely bought it at some point. Definitely watched it because um, I knew I knew beat for beat what happened, and there were no real surprises because <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. This is this is great. Uh, but yeah, I definitely I probably saw it when I was like a teenager. But so I, I'm sorry, I don't have a specific Roadhouse story, other than um, I remember vividly on the rewatch, Julie Michaels, the blonde uh, mm. who who pulls her titties out, um, <laughs> and is like just just aching to pull those titties out, like right at the get go. She just from wants the beginning. To, of yeah, the, from yeah. the beginning, she wants to do it. She wants to show him to Dalton. And she's just like, ah, oh, man, why is the man always trying to keep me down? I just want to show these titties to the world. Finally, she gets to do it. And, you know, it's spectacular. Everyone has a great time. It's fun. So Dalton's got a, you know. He's got a job to do. He's got a job to do. and it's he's nothing he's, personal. It's a job. He's a wet blanket, you know. But anyway, um, <laughs> I remember seeing that uh, as a teenager. That, And I don't want to knock uh, Doc, Kelly Lynch. She's absolutely lovely and yeah, much more naked uh, throughout the movie. So way to go, um, <laughs> Kelly. But yeah, that was as it's been well established now by this episode. Um, I was a perverted teenager, <laughs> and Roadhouse. The violence was nothing to me compared to what I had seen, except for the throat ripping. Yeah, that's pretty gnarly. And at the end, when uh, the old man is shot nine hundred <laughs> times with shotguns, with shotguns. Yeah, I had that in my notes for later, yeah, man. We'll get into. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> but uh, I and I remember that um, it it's a it was I, I'm lumping it in with all those just insanely violent yeah. movies that uh, you know most mostly starred Jean Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal and and yeah. of course Arnold. Um, yeah, I just it was very much in that vein. Um, and, but I the thing that stands out from watching it as a teenager is definitely the boobs. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was the reverse of you. It's, yeah. Because <laughs> you saw it young enough where boobs didn't really matter. And it was it was the primal boy thing of like fighting. And yeah. And of course, with your dad egging you on. I, I saw like Commando and a few of those ones at a really young age. Because my, my dad yeah. loved all these movies. And my dad was like, well, I want to watch this. So we're going to watch it. Um, and d- definitely... I had a younger. I have a sister. She's younger than me. We didn't fight. We did a little bit of this stuff. I didn't have the younger brother experience that you had, but I definitely had my overactive imagination. So movies like Commando, movies, uh, you know, like, we'll we'll say like Roadhouse. Um, I would associate the violence with this with like wrestling. Okay, yeah. And I would be, you know, in my room by myself. I was like, you know, I uh, I had like a karate punching bag, like an actual real like punching oh, bag. Oh, okay. It was rad. Um, they bought it for me as part of like karate stuff. So I would do like wrestling moves on that. I would like jump off my bed, like <laughs> dangerously, ju- like jump off my bed, crash into my dresser just so I could do like, you know, some sort of crazy like elbow drop or yeah. something on it. Uh, and th- movies like this... I would watch them. I'd be like, yeah. And this was probably until I turned like, I don't know, 12, 13. Eh, it's probably like 11, 12 is when I stopped doing it because I got too big. It wasn't yeah. fun anymore. You know, like when I was little, I could just go flying. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> movies like this were like, oh, I'd see it. I would get pumped up. I'd go in my room and I would just 
destroy the punching bag thing. I and I would hurt myself so bad. Like I remember once I I broke my toe like so bad. It was clearly broken. Like went oh. the wrong way. Everything. And I didn't tell my parents because I was afraid they would be like, "Well, you can't do that anymore." And because I, I loved pretending oh my to be, gosh. yeah, like the heartbreak kid or Marty Janetti or whatever, doing some crazy thing. <laughs> You know, I did the Superfly Jimmy Snuka. Oh uh, yeah, when dude. we had bunk beds, I went off the top. Uh, very, very dangerous. And oh my gosh, I could have broken my neck. <laughs> I hit my head on the oh. uh, on the uh, on the dresser. It was not a big room. I didn't grow up as a Rockefeller. Uh, it was a very <laughs> small room, but uh, it was fun. But anyway, so yeah, so not a ton of amazing stories like you, my friend, around this one specifically. But I will lump it into the you know the other ones of the day, yeah, and say it was it was crazy. Those yeah. action sort of ones, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And kind of like you were pointing out, actually, something that came to mind again uh, that I didn't even write down in my notes, but it just came to me right now with like the the boobs and everything <laughs> is is for my mom, and it was always a thing when Patrick Swayze shows off his butt in this movie. That was the ticket for my mom where, like, my mom would, like, say something, you know, just like, oh, oh look at that butt. You know, something really <laughs> clever. Um, yeah, really clever. But it was like that for all those sorts of movies where any, like, oh, Mel Gibson shows his butt in this movie or. Yeah. And it just, like, I don't know, man, like, just male butt. And it was just, like, one of those things where the waitress, when she sees, you know, Patrick Swayze's butt, and she's like, man, I'm going to eat that for breakfast. That yeah. was the look of my mother and her saying that <laughs> yeah. shit probably, you know, in the living room with us kids. And me and my brother not carry, like, ha, ah, whatever. I'm going to rip out your throat. Yeah, who cares? Let's get to the throat ripping. She's like, you guys can have that because I am all over that Patrick Swayze butt. Yeah, that that is a re- that's a really good point, dude. Like, this was the era of men's butts. Like, there was definitely a thing in the late 90s. Where it was like, okay, this new actress, she's awesome and very pretty. She shows her boobs in this movie, and it's a big deal. Yeah. Or like, oh, this is the movie where so and so shows their some, boobs, yep. and it's like, oh, that that was enough to get people like in the seats. Yeah, like, they're gonna go see what's. I up. remember what was it? Uh, that Halle Berry movie where like that was like, yes, uh, what it was with John Travolta, Swordfish, Swordfish, yeah. and that was like the thing about that movie. Like, come to this movie. Halle Berry's boobs, and it was just yeah. like that was like <laughs> yeah. the catchphrase. Like no yeah. one remembers what the, the movie poster. was. It was on the poster. Yeah. I remember she did something for uh, MTV Movie Award or something like that, and she got up there and she was just like, "If you want to see these Swordfish, July third or whatever," and it was like, "What the hell?" Like, whoa, hundred percent. And I, it might have been MTV Movie Awards or Music Awards or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was just like, yeah, they used to promote it like this is the movie. For seeing this actress's boobs, yeah, yeah, it was it was a thing. It was always like, oh, are they gonna, they do that, and then you know, as a as a young kid, I promise not all these will be me being a teenage pervert, but like, uh, <laughs> then the, the holy grail was like, oh, then they'll do Playboy, like, yeah. oh, they did this thing, and then they do Playboy, like, what? You're mind blown, like crazy, but uh, yeah, in the same way that the late '90s were all about like boobs, I really think that it the precursor to all that was like hot guys buns, hot guys buns. Like, yeah. That's what it was. It was like these dudes that are just absolute specimens. Yeah. And it was, I remember it as you're talking, I'm like, there was an episode of married with children 
where Kelly and her friends, Christina Applegate and all of her yeah. friends, are talking. They have like a show, and they're just a bunch of girls talking about stuff. And one of the things they bring up is Mel Gibson's Mel, buns. I remember that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh. Oh, what is that? What was that? I don't know. Sorry, listeners. There was a, an electrical thing. Yeah. Anyway. We're Mel, so good. Mel but Gibson's yeah. buns. Mel, <laughs> Mel Gibson's us. buns. Yeah. And yeah, I remember that. And it was just like, we give them two. I think they rate them too, like two buns ups or something like that. Yeah, it was something like that. Oh, yeah, dude. But that was the thing. It was that like was the buns. Thing. So yeah, Mel Gibson uh, is is anti-Semitic. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Patrick Swayze, who as far as I know, was, was I think a fabulous person. I think he's a cool dude. Yeah. He's yeah, he's dead. R.I.P. He's, he's an angel now, but uh, but yeah, I mean, some would say he was an angel when he was alive. With with buns like that, with buns like that, he's certainly angelic. But no, yeah, that was that was very much a thing, and yeah, that was also that was one of the reasons why my mom would tolerate these movies because my mom <laughs> wasn't into the action. My mom actually really loved horror and gore. She was totally cool with that. Oh, she, really? She, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she was a makeup person. She like loved all that, but. The just like general action movies, that was always a time where like we'd be watching it, and my mom would definitely be doing like you know needlepoint or like yeah toll painting or something like very like eighties mom activities yeah. you know reading um, reading red book reading yeah reading Reader's Digest uh, <laughs> something like that so but yeah she'd always be doing something else because she didn't give a shit about but when those buns were on the screen but when the buns yeah like like uh uh, i remember her saying when we were watching kickboxer at one time or another you know that that uh van damme's a really good dancer and he's Ah, doing those like silly dance moves and stuff and it's like no mom he's not a good dancer he's just hot like that's what it is (laughs) (laughs) but uh but anyway yeah buns were were very much present in this movie and honestly the 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 females were lovely in this movie. Ladies, if you're in this movie and you showed off your physique, you're fabulous, you're gorgeous. But I'm sorry, Mel, uh, I keep saying Mel Gibson. It's not Mel Gibson. Man, it's I, it's all right. They're they're cut of the same, they were cut of the same cloth before Mel showed his true colors. Yeah. We don't want to see your butt anymore, Mel. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to see your hateful ass. Hide that. Yeah, put it away, especially now. Put the, it away. The wrong... 80 star died. <laughs> I stand behind that. There we go. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be with you on Put that. Put that on the shirt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that actually is a pretty good one. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Patrick Swayze's buns, even though he's got either like a bruise or a birthmark or something on him, uh, still fabulous. They, they looked great. I was like, all right, all right. I know the lady, uh, the uh, uh, Kathleen Wilhoit. Uh, Will Hoyt? I mean, sure, that's how it is. Uh, I know the her. Waitress. Yeah, I know her from Gilmore Girls. Um, so <gasps> yeah, so, yeah, she's like the most annoying character. Yes, she is ever. Uh, so on some would say an annoying show. I love the show, but she's uh, oof. She's a, she's a tough one. Her and her uh, her like New Jersey husband or whatever. Yeah. those two are rough. But anyway. I saw her in this, and I was like, oh, yeah. Look at that. That's a thing. She's in a thing. But I have no story that goes along with that. That is literally just like an old person non sequitur. I'm like, I noticed an actor who was from another thing I like. <laughs> the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So these things, uh, we saw it. We uh, It affected us. Andy, 
you watched it again. Oh my god, did I watch it again? <laughs> I watched this again, and it was, it was just as glorious as I remember it. Man, this movie starts off in a packed bar, and I'm gonna say it in in the post COVID world, seeing stuff like that, it is affecting me. Like I saw that bar, and I'm like, that bar has too many people in it. <laughs> they need to back up. Yeah. COVID and just like being a grumpy old dad. You know what? Yeah, I like being a grumpy that, and I go like, "Oh, that doesn't look like fun. That doesn't look like fun." <laughs> I, I we do. They need to do that. And then you get to this guy who straight up kicks a woman out of her chair in like some sort of power move. I don't know what it was. Dalton comes up, and we meet Dalton. We meet Dalton, dude. Who is this man? Who is this mysterious character? And he just comes up, and he gets stabbed, like, right off the bat. Dude, it doesn't even affect him. No, not at all. He's like, okay, dude, let's take it outside, yeah. and let's fight. And is he a Terminator? Is that, is it, is that what this movie is? Yes. Yeah. No, no, it's not. He's just a man. <laughs> or is he, dude? Like, it I is... don't know. I thought he'd be bigger. <laughs> I thought he'd be bigger, man. <laughs> you know, so you get that, and Dalton gets... um recruited by another bar owner how in a pre-internet world dude thank you how did it happen how did they just know about this guy everybody knows who dalton is every everyone who's like a bar goer but certainly anyone that works in a bar yeah knows his name is like is the stuff of legends Matt, this guy it is it is unbelievable i never i've never worked in the food industry i i wonder i need I need to ask some people and be like, hey, did you ever know, like, you know, around, like, just like a bouncer that just had a reputation? Mm. And they're going to look at me and be like, no, fuck no. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. They're going to be like, wasn't The Rock like a bouncer or yeah. something? Like, they're going to be like, is that what you're talking about? You're... No. Yeah. See the movie Roadhouse? And they're gonna be the one where the guy gets his throat ripped out? <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, I love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. So I don't know how how they, they knew about it. So he goes and he works at the Double Deuce. And I just wanted to... Say very quickly about that. Am I remembering things wrong? The band in this movie, when they get to the Double Deuce, which is a great name for a bar, yeah, is playing behind a chain link fence. They are. Was that also in Howard the Duck? Oh man, uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Is uh, Howard the Duck's guitar lady, um, Howard dressed the duck? The the girl who fucks the duck, is yeah. she is, is her band playing behind a cage? I don't remember. Man, I want to say that it is, and all I'm saying is that I think Roadhouse ripped off Howard the Duck, or Howard the Duck ripped off Roadhouse. I mean, they're they're the same movie. They're they're, they're gonna get down to it, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we gotta pause this because I have to go watch not not just that scene, but all of Howard the Duck. Yeah. <laughs> And we're back. Um, that is definitely in Howard the Duck. Oh, that was so good. Dude, that woman definitely fucks that duck. Oh, absolutely. Dude, that absolutely. is... Absolutely. <laughs> she she didn't get enough of her son, Marty McFly, so she decides she's going to go after a, a duck. You know? <laughs> um, the band in this movie is led by a blind guitarist that is playing the guitar in a very unique way, a very, very interesting way. Um. I need to give a shout out to this band. They are the most professional band that has ever played ever. There's beer bottles and shit going on nonstop all around them. 
full on bloodbaths are taking place. The band plays on, dude, and they don't miss a beat. They no, are they don't. They are tight, and the crowd there. There's fights going on. But the crowd, they still give respects when they finish a song. Yeah, they people st- are still clapping, even <laughs> knives in their stomachs. Yeah, like, dude, this band rips. Yeah. I had to look up uh, Jeff Healy and the Jeff Healy band. I had to look them up because I was, I knew he was blind. And I was like, I'm, I'm a guitar player. I'm not great, but I'm a guitar player. And I was looking at what he was doing, and I'm like, I, yeah, you could play it that way for sure. Yeah. But... You know, it didn't. It didn't. It was like a, like all '80s movies. Like it never synced up. Yeah. But I was like, well, he's definitely doing something. But I had to look it up. Like, is that guy really it? Yeah. yeah. That dude is really a guitar player, and he really rips. Yeah. And, and it's, it's amazing. It's insane. Yeah. And you're like, what is? I did the same exact thing. Yeah. Because I was just like, is this just like a, a blind dude that they threw in the movie and like? Yeah. I was like, why would they make that choice? I mean, that's cool. Yeah. I'm glad, but like, why did they make that choice? Oh, it's because he's an actual ass kicking guitar player who can sing. But is he supposed to, is in the movie? Is he blind? Yes, he is blind in the movie. So let me ask you this: mm-hmm. There's a scene with a monster truck. By the way, there, it's a great scene with the monster truck. Yeah, it drives through this car lot and crushes every car. Mm-hmm. Homeboy is there, and the car busts through and starts crushing everything. And there's a reaction shot on him of him just going like, "Whoa." Is he just reacting to the sound, or what is going on? I think it is implied that he is reacting to the like the devastation, and everyone kind of shouting like, "No, don't do this thing!" Like I think that's what it is. I think it's an odd choice. But what do you think? I think that maybe he wasn't supposed to be blind in this movie, and I, I, or they forgot. That he was supposed to be blind. They're like, all right, everyone react. And they forgot that he was in the shot. (laughs) They're like, oh, keep it in. Yeah, you know, it works. Because that shot cost half a million dollars. (laughs) And they could not reshoot it. And they went, whoops. Whatever. Yeah, that was, it was pretty rad that that was a one take thing. And yeah, the car cost half a million dollars. And that's like 80s money. So that's like $8 million (laughs) million today. At least. Yeah. Um, I also want to point out that Brad Wesley, the bad guy in this movie, um, he is a man that is living his best life, dude. He is just smiling half the movie. He is riding around on ATVs, mm-hmm. flying around in helicopters, driving around with fucking monster trucks. <laughs> he's he's watching Dalton bang from across the lake. Oh, yeah. Dude, a great time. His house is full of 80s music and Denise, Julie Michaels just dancing around in like spandex and stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't know what his deal is, but in all honesty, he seems like the good guy in this movie. <laughs> I think Until they, all the bad stuff happens like in the last 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's always like, he just, what, what does everyone have against this, this guy? guy? Yeah. And why does he hang? Why does he employ such? backwood redneck goons like what is going on he just has a big fat dude is like that guy (laughs) made me so sad (laughs) like come on man isn't his name like tubby or something or something like that right and it just man i was so bummed out i was like man (laughs) he gets crushed by the bear yeah and he's like you know he's just Bear fell on me bear fell on me and then he just walks away but i mean whatever he all the other guys died and he's okay Brad Wesley is just, 
he's a he's a man with all the money in the town. He's living like a a eight year old whose parents are away. Like he's Richie Rich, and he just has like the dirt baggiest friends that he just has around. And Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't understand why. He has the money to hire real people. And so he can smack him around. He beats him up. He beats him up. He punches that dude in the face. Man, Brad Brad Wesley, dude. Yeah. He's pretty amazing. Um, And, man, other things I just want to say is just the amount of just great lines in this movie. Someone calls someone a chicken dick. Uh-huh. Um, yep. uh, Brad Wesley punches the dude in the mouth and he says, you're a bleeder. You bleed too much. Which is something that also my dad used to say to me, like when uh-huh. I get like, uh, you know, falling, scrape my leg, like, oh, you're a bleeder, you bleed too much, and like, you know, totally lifted from Roadhouse, yeah, totally so ripped, a hundred percent, and so that, great. that was one of those ones I saw, and I'm like, oh man, like, <laughs> this is this is crazy, you know, that's where he got that from. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I feel like I'm just taking all the things from this movie. Is there is there any big points? I know you have notes there too, and. I have a couple more, but I don't want to. I don't want to just talk the whole movie. Yeah, I mean, it's it really is like a great bad movie. Like every five minutes, there's something hilarious that's yeah. happening. Something hilarious or awesome, and it's just yeah, it's it's a party. Um, yeah, I I mentioned or I, I scribbled down a few of the same things that you did. Um, <laughs> um, the 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 first thing that I had that you didn't have was. Well, actually, no, I'm sorry. I did write down, this movie has an insane premise. It is insane <laughs> that who is seeking out the best bouncer? Like, it yeah. makes no sense to me. Forget that in this world that people know who bouncers are, and they're like <laughs> they're like baseball players. Like, people know them and people respect know them. them. But, like, even with that said, just go get a... Good bouncer. <laughs> like, just why are you seeking this guy out and paying him thousands and thousands of dollars? So much. Like, just, I mean, it's not, it doesn't seem like it would be that hard or like hire off duty police officers to come after their shift and they'll beat people up. Yeah. Like, it'll be okay, you know? Or hire more guys. You're spending yeah, all this guys. money on one dude. Yeah. I don't know. Get five dudes. Yeah. Five, five dudes with baseball bats. Yeah. Like, do something, but whatever. That's, that's fine. That's okay. That's why I didn't make Roadhouse. Um, when I saw Doc the first time, when she's uh, putting staples in uh, uh, Dalton's side uh, because he has this giant gash in the <laughs> in his side, pain doesn't affect him much yeah. or whatever he says. Yeah, he's just like, oh, I don't like. Uh, oh, pa- uh, yeah, I'm not interested in pain. Pa- pain. Pain doesn't hurt. Yeah, pain doesn't hurt. And she's <laughs> like, I disagree fundamentally. Yeah, as a medical professional, pain does hurt. Absolutely hurts. But all right. Uh, but no, I just I saw her and I was like, you know, fond memories. I'm like, oh, we're going to see her naked in a little bit. But uh, I just wrote nice. <laughs> <laughs> Man, and she seen seen her. She has like a, a quintessential 80s chick look. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like if you drew something from memory, like I'm pretty sure it would be Kelly Lynch. Yeah. Gigantic <laughs> hair. Yeah. Gigantic just... hair that does not move. So Who, whose hair is bigger, hers or Patrick Swayze's? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey. Yeah. I mean, Patrick's it might be fuller, but hers is definitely yeah. <laughs> the, it's got more more overall volume. Um, Sam Elliott oh. literally shows us his pubic hair. Yeah. It, it in this scene where it's the most insane scene ever. It's just like Patrick yeah. Swayze's like, dude. 
I got you got to see this beautiful woman that I'm having sex with. <laughs> it's not a girlfriend or anything. Yeah, exactly. You, you, see, this, like, you yeah. see this chick that we're banging. Yeah, you got to see this chick. We're totally banging. And yeah. she shows up. I mean, looking incredible getting off of her shift at the hospital. At the hospital. She's a doctor, by the way. She comes out and she's like, she looks fabulous. She's definitely like ready for a night out in the town. They proceed to, as a threesome, go to like eight different bars. And shut them down. Yeah, exactly. And then they go to some like, <laughs> they go to some uh, you could, they, like IHOP. But they, like, they went to a Waffle House, right? A Waffle House, that's it. A Waffle House, yeah. They go to a Waffle House. They're one of like four people there. Sam Elliott's dancing with her, and he's like, oh, I got a scar I (laughs) want to show you. And she's like, I can't wait to see it. I'm a doctor. I want to see your scar. And he lifts up his shirt slightly, but unbuttons and pulls down his pants way more. There's a giant mound of black barbed wire pubes. (laughs) I didn't even see the scar. But he's just like, what's up? We're in a a restaurant. I'm going to show... Everybody. Everyone, my pubes. There's pubes falling out and getting on the table. There's pubes in everyone's waffles. Sam Elliott sneezes and pubes go everywhere. And he's like, here's my scar. And she's like, oh, interesting, pubes. Anyway, that really <laughs> And then she takes me. off. She's just like, I got to go call the hospital or something. Like, yeah, she's like, I should go get some sleep, guys. <laughs> Bitch is running home to go bang one out to those pubes. I know what she's thinking about. I see what's going on here, my man. She's like, listen, I only have an hour to go home and... Take care of this before I have to go to work. All right. Uh, and then uh, I said uh, Paul Bear from the WWE is the guy that owns the Ford dealership. Uh, <laughs> that just, that's real inside baseball if you're not a wrestling person. But, like, man, I saw that guy. I'm like, that's him. That's Paul Bear. Yeah. Uh, and then. Man, we'll look it up later. I wonder if it is because Terry Funk's in this. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, uh, I, I thought. You know, and the scene with the throat rip, it's its a fabulous scene. It builds up to it. It's its funny. I actually think the fighting in this isn't great. And I, <laughs> yeah. and I you know. You know, that's a good, yeah. Watching it, I'm just like, man, you can tell they did their own stunts because it's kind of <laughs> shitty. It's kind of <laughs> shitty. It's its very ter- uh, uh, telegraphed. And it's just one of those things where it's just like, they're waiting for people to do the move because they know what's yes. coming. Yeah. Yeah. They go like, uh, now's when you hit me. Yeah. Uh, which also stuff you could have fixed in editing, but that's fine. That's okay. Um, but I just thought, as a doctor, she should have been way more impressed with the fact that he ripped a man's throat out so yeah. clean. I was like, why is she all upset? I get it. Like the 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 little guy who's living like a kid. What's his name again? Uh, Brad Wesley. Brad the bad Wesley. Guy. That's her dad, right? No, it, that man. That was another thing. So her uncle was the red dude, the guy who owned the. The uh, like shop, the yeah, Red Lobster, was his name. Yeah. <laughs> but she was apparently gonna marry Brad Wesley because he was living his best life and was just banging around town as an old dude, yeah. And and that, yeah, they were apparently like together, but now they're not. Or Brad was wanted to mar- marry her, but she wasn't interested because he's the <laughs> the the crypt keeper or something, yeah. <laughs> Whenever but even though is. he's a young crib keeper, he's fun. Yeah, he's he's. You'd he's, be so lucky, Doc. I know, Doc. You, I mean, you definitely made a poor choice. He was the one to be with. Oh, but, but wait, she did bang nineteen eighty nine Patrick Swayze with those bunts. I mean, Patrick Swayze is a catch. I don't know if Dalton's a catch, but yeah. anyway, uh, Dalton's yeah. got some problems. Yeah, he definitely does. Um, but yeah, so she should have been impressed, and then just you know, 
the end scene where yep. 800 people shoot little Wesley with shotguns. Shotguns, by the way, friends, if you've ever seen something shot with a shotgun <laughs> 10 feet away, it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. If you shoot it with a shotgun, there's a hole big enough to drive a car through. So four or five dudes blasting away on this little guy, there wouldn't have been human left. Yeah. Like, there would have been nothing left at all, which it's hilarious, and it's, you know, Patrick Swayze's almost going to rip his throat out, and he's like, uh, I better not, because the doc's over my shoulder. <laughs> my, my old lady's yeah, all mad that I ripped this other guy's throat out. The ball and chain. <laughs> and then these dudes show up, and they're like, hey, remember, we're all members of the Rotary Club. Let's commit murder. <laughs> and, so, and then hide our guns in the planter but why are the cops just fine like it leaves it like ha i guess everybody's fine with it a man's been brutally murdered many people in this house have just been murdered yes yeah a lot like all of his henchmen are very dead and we're just we're fine with that there's still the body in the lake with the throat (laughs) ripped out (laughs) yeah no one's no one's gonna investigate any of this well especially they 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 made they went to great lengths to say how the police are in his pocket. Yeah. So they show up, and is it is it just like ding dong? The witch is dead, and they're stoked that and they're that, free. Yeah. They, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> because now they don't have to answer to Dalton or to Brad anymore, and now yeah. they're just gonna. We now we can now we cannot be corrupt. Yeah. Now we're gonna be good. <laughs> now we're on the up not, and up. Yeah. He. I mean, we, he was just giving us so much money we couldn't resist, but. But all that doesn't matter because right after this is Patrick Swayze's dick and Doc's titties and they're just having a playful romp in the swamp where the guy is still very much dead with his throat ripped out. Dude, I wrote that down. Any movie that ends with skinny dipping, it's cool with me, man. It is. It yeah, is it's super good. cool with me. And man, yeah. <laughs> it, I love it. It's so it was so fun. I I watching it uh, yesterday was just a blast. I really loved this it. Movie it was is, so much fun. This movie is fun. I want to see this movie at the theaters. Yeah, that would be awesome. A yeah. big, rowdy group in the theaters watching this. And we're going to be kicking the whole time. Oh, yeah. Everyone's getting... The back of their seat is kicked. It, yeah. You're not going to have a, a, a an <laughs> no one's time. Gonna, no one's going to enjoy anything. It's going to be like you're at the old Double Deuce. Yeah, that's what it needs to be. Yeah, the original Double Deuce. So we watched it again for the show. It was fabulous. Andy, you have a kid. When are you gonna let him watch Roadhouse? Yeah, I know you're gonna. But here, you know what? No, I I don't know when. He's gonna be much older. He is not gonna watch it when he's seven. He is not gonna watch it when he's nine. He is not gonna watch it when he is ten. He'll probably find it probably when he's around twelve or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think this movie's gonna stand the test of time. I think the kids in in ten years, they're gonna be looking for Roadhouse everywhere. They're gonna be googling or whatever we have then. They're gonna oh, be. Yeah, they're gonna, gonna be. be Google. They're gonna be porting it into their minds and sharing data files through their eye sockets, <laughs> trying to find all the sweet Patrick Swayze butt clips that they can find. <laughs> um, but there's no way in hell. I, like I thought about watching this movie, like kind of like in the background with the kid around, and I went, "I've already talked about it, little man. He's got a little bit of a." You know, a violent streak in it where he just likes to hit right now. Mm. It's just all about teaching him. Now, what do we do with our hands? We hug, high fives, we kiss, we hug. You know, we don't we don't hit. How do you kiss with your hands? You, yeah, we're trying to teach him love. Okay, but kid has chosen violence since day one, and he's just swinging those things like they are hammers, man, and they just catch everywhere. 
And so I was like, you know what? I am not going to put this on here because right now it's just hands. And if I put this on, I'm going to be catching kicks to the groin and it is going to be <laughs> worse for the wear. So he is going to try to rip your throat out, too. Dude, I don't yeah. want that. <laughs> well, I mean, you do have that strong, those strong throat <laughs> you know, muscles. Time, time to put it to time to put it to the <laughs> test, baby. Yeah. Let's do it, baby. Just tell your boy. All right. All right, son, it's you or me. <laughs> but you know what? I do need to see it with him because I need to pass on dad's wisdom and teach him to to do to do the neck thing. You have to ask him. You don't you don't want your throat ripped I was, out, I was, do you? I was talking to my brother about this movie and he asked that he's like, You gonna bring up like the neck the neck flexing flexing thing? And I'm like, dude, absolutely. Absolutely, man. What do you mean? She's like, Oh, I was just curious if you remembered it. What do you mean do I remember it? <laughs> I still do it to this I do day. it to this day. It's like I do too. And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> you actually do MMA and like fight and stuff. I bet you do it. Yeah. It's a tried and true <laughs> method of protection. Gabe, what about you? Are you gonna watch are you gonna let the kiddos watch this movie? And if so, when? No, <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I don't think ever. Um, it's one of those ones where because it doesn't have like, I will absolutely let him watch, uh, you know, um, Bloodsport and Kickboxer yeah. and Best of the Best, and that's such a good one too, Best of the Best. But uh, really, any of those Commando, all those things, I I really think it'll be like a rite of passage. It'll be like, okay, you're ten, you're twelve, whatever, like. Here you go. You get to now watch these movies like that I have right over there in this in this studio right here. It's like I've got them under lock and key now. Essentially, I have them higher than they can reach. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's like it'll be like here you go. You the, you get to watch these now. Let's watch them together and have fun. Roadhouse I would think will probably be part of that like in the mix for sure. I just I'm going to be super super careful uh with the titties route because yeah. I'm afraid like that's genetic and the, the <laughs> boys will then become like obsessed like I was. And it's like, I just, I want them to have a, I want them to have a functioning teenage life, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Hey, you know, man, that's a good point too, because where we are now with the availability of titties everywhere. Yeah. Who knows where we're going to be in, gosh, another 10 years. Yeah. They're just going to, like I talk about, dude, they're just going to have the, the, microchips in their brains just going to be closing their eyes at dinner and all these kids are just going to be flipping through lemonparty.org you they're know? all just going to be on lemon party all day every day yeah i mean i i think yeah if if uh what's his name's Neuralink thing yeah uh musk yeah if elongated muskrat uh he has his uh way we'll have this neuro plants and neuro implants in everybody and yeah they'll just be closing their yeah, eyes man. and lemon partying it up Dude, it's gonna happen. It's a shocking future. So yeah, there you, and you go. You know what, man? Like things like Bloodsport and Kickboxer, those movies kind of have at the end. They wrap up with almost like a redeeming sort of quality. Like you know what? It is about like the competition or like sportsmanship or yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't think this movie has that. No, I, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't think we just said the ending is a guy shot a whole bunch, murders <laughs> okay, and let's go get our dicks wet in the water. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out for uh, chicken dicks. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no chicken dicks allowed because yeah. we're we're skinny dipping right now. And I will never understand ever. It's in movies constantly. Whenever a man and a woman are being sexy together in a lake or in a pool, the first thing the guy does is grab the chick's head and dunk her under yeah. the water. 
I have been in a pool with girlfriends. I've been in a pool with my wife. If if you do that, you are you are broken up or you are divorced. <laughs> you you are about to be in a fight now. Yeah, it's it was a about fight. to be it was about to be fun and sexy. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah, and you are trying now, to trying to yeah. get it on in a pool anyway is uncomfortable. Let's all admit it. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So you're at least going to get a little bit of some boob action and now guess what? Now you're playing with your buns by yourself, Patrick. <laughs> You're playing with those fabulous buns all on your own, buddy. Because you'll be back soon. Those buns thing. are irresistible. Exactly. All right, Andy. Anything else you want to add about this movie? We talked about it extensively. Man, I got a couple things. This is Go really funny. Uh, according to Kelly Lynch, whenever Bill Murray sees this movie and sees the sex scene, he calls her current husband to remind him that she had a sex scene with Patrick Swayze. <laughs> I thought that was hysterical. And it is. It's such a random thing, just that Bill Murray is going <laughs> to call up her husband. Yeah, it just I, I love that. And you had already talked about Dalton, oh, Patrick Swayze, hurting his knee during this. Yeah. So with that, in addition to that, because his knee was hurt, he had to drop out of the movie Tango and Cash and pass on the movie Predator 2. But what did he do in it's, that in its place? He went on to film the most horrifying movie ever, Ghost. Some people <laughs> say that's romantic. All I remember are shadow creatures, which we'll dragging, talk about later. Dragging a guy dragging down to hell. To fucking hell. Yep. And what about the what about the dead guy that like <gasps> runs at everybody? Dude. Those are the two things I remember. We didn't talk about ghosts. Oh, yeah. It's, it, that Welcome was... to our Patrick Swayze podcast. Buns and fun. <laughs> I also had one other thing written down, which I thought was clever. You've heard of Chekhov's gun? Well, this movie has Brad's monster truck because that whole time you see that monster truck, you're like, they're going to use that monster truck in the third act. And they sure do. They sure do. I thought you were going to rhyme Chekhov's gun with, like, Swayze's buns, buns. or something. Uh, too obvious. Too obvious. No, you went no. with the actual application of it. Yeah, I yeah. saw that monster truck, and I went, that's total Chekhov's gun right there. That's there because they're going to use it. And I, I forgot that that scene happened. I'm like, sure Me enough, too. there it is. I was too focused in on the fighting. Yeah. And you were too focused in on the movies. I was. I was. And, you know, seeing, yeah, Bigfoot there, I was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, my gosh. That is so... I've completely forgot. I was like, oh, that's going to run into a building. I yeah. didn't remember what building. I was like, it's going to crash into something. Man, I forgot all about that. And it was fabulous. It was so great. Andy, we did it. We, we discussed it. the movie. Recommendations. Um, so for this week's recommendations, I love this band um, very much. Uh, the band is called Rise Against. They have a new album out called uh, Nowhere Generation. And I, I, I've sat with this record for a little while now, and I kept going like, ah, oh, man, do I want to recommend it? Do I do I enjoy it enough and everything? Ultimately, you know what? Yeah. It, it's If you like the music that Rise Against does, it's, it's catchy, punky, rock anthem sort of stuff. It falls right in line with that. And I've, I've loved this band for, for, for a long, long time, man. It's one of those bands that continues to put out you know, good music and everything. I see him in concert every once in a while. And I unfortunately am always disappointed because it makes me realize how produced they are. No. <laughs> and it's one of those bands that I love, but I've definitely become a lesser fan over the years because of they just don't. And maybe it's because I used to see them in small, 
little clubs and now they play arenas and stadiums and it's for me their music doesn't lend well to that and it makes me go like man get back to like the small clubs Mm. the observatory size rooms you know yeah and I i think everything just sounds better punk sounds better when it's close knit it's like comedy when you need to be in a smaller room and be on top of each other and it works yeah i love this band and i love these songs and i and i'm gonna see them live and i know that they're not gonna sound as good as they should be but i'm still gonna recommend it because i think it's if you like that band it's a fun album and it's super catchy and go listen to rise against new album nowhere generation very nice thank you very much what about you my friend what do you got for us this week I have a really cool movie that you should check out. Um, it is now available. I I believe it's now available on uh, streaming. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You can check it out on Fandango now. This movie is called Rebirth. Mm. Rebirth. This is, they basically took, um, they took Night of the Living Dead, which is now, uh, I forget what it's called. I should remember what it's called. But it's like fair, fair play. Like the copyright. Oh, uh, public domain? Public domain. There you go. Thank you so much, Andy. Of course, man. Yeah. So they take that and so it's Night of the Living Dead and they basically like twist it a little bit, revamp it and made it very, very contemporary for our like Mm. exact day and age. Really cool, done on a shoestring budget. Um, I have no affiliation with these guys at all. I just, uh, after making our movie, I became just hyper aware of like other independent people doing cool, fun stuff. And this one is totally that. So it's called Rebirth. You can check them out on Instagram. Rebirth the movie is their handle. Um, they're on all the other things too. But it's available on Fandango now, and it's uh, it's it's pretty fun, man. And they're a rad group, and they're out there making it happen and i think you should support the arts especially independent artists so there you go rebirth check it out absolutely that sounds rad right up my alley rebirth the movie rebirth the movie those are our recommendations i mean really our main recommendation is roadhouse you should watch roadhouse (laughs) yeah in all honesty stop what you're doing right well finish the podcast rate and review it yeah uh share it with a friend and then go watch uh, Roadhouse, and then come back and listen to this podcast again. Listen to this again, and then follow us on Instagram, follow us on uh, TikTok, follow us on uh, Twitter, Woozle, yeah, any of those ones. On WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah, on, yeah. call us on WhatsApp. Uh, follow us on Venmo, send us money. Oh, yeah, absolutely, do that one. Uh, yeah, uh, what's our handle, Andy? Who Let You Pod, and then you can also send us emails at wholetyoupod at gmail.com. Uh, write us emails. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you think of Patrick Swayze's buns, huh? Oh, man. Write <laughs> oh, several emails. Yeah. Several emails about them buns, everybody. <laughs> Please don't send us pictures of your buns. I don't mind. Okay. Uh, you can send them to me. There we go. Uh, I'll evaluate and I'll, I'll rate and I'll let you know. <laughs> Who let you pod? Yeah. Uh, only if you're of age, please. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> all right. So... Uh, <laughs> Andy, you said you had to sign off for this one, too, because it was your movie. Man, I do. I got to sign off for this. Give it to us. So, as always, this is Andy. (laughs) So, as always, this is Andy Diaz and Gabe Martinez reminding you to never watch anything in front of a child unless it's a film about a mysterious man standing up for his friends 
his lady, and small business owners against a cool, rich asshole and his boys. Thank you. Well said. All right. <laughs> to space, my friends. To space. My juices. You've just heard a Doomsday Initiative podcast. Consult a physician. Oh.